0: What I have seen through the years, um, and I certainly wouldn't wish ill health on anybody, but sometimes um, when there is a really horrific, stressful situation, it actually brings couples together. They sort of put their differences aside and band together to get through the difficulty.
1: This week, researchers looked at data on nearly 300,000 patients who had been diagnosed with breast cancer and found that only those who were married had a better prognosis than those who were single. Why is that? Dr. Karen Sherman joins us today to explain. Stay tuned. I'm going to keep this short. First, thank you for listening. If you're a regular listener, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. This will help others discover us. Also, if you like the podcast, I highly recommend visiting our website, hitchedmag.com, which is updated daily with new content and where you will find thousands of articles available anytime. Lastly, I understand that not everything we talk about applies to everyone. However, I am confident that if you go to hitchmag.com and subscribe to our free weekly newsletter that you will find at least one and probably more pieces of information each week that will help your marriage thrive. I hope you enjoy. Everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor in chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the talented, the lovely, the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hiya, Steve. Um, uh, hi, Steve. <laughs> hi. Um, uh, Karen, for those tuning in, is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for 30 years. Karen is also the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life, and she is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about a new study uh, on the... We're going to ask the question, which has been somewhat answered, can marital status affect the prognosis after a breast cancer diagnosis? Um, So the the background on this is a new study came out that looked at 298,434 patients who had been diagnosed with breast cancer between the years 2004 and 2012. And what the results found, what the researchers found, was that only married patients had a better prognosis than patients patients who were single. Um, and I should mention that the uh, marital status, uh, it was defined as they were married at the time of diagnosis. So I just feel like I should throw that in there as well. Um, so... The first question I have for you, Karen, is do these results surprise you?
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because we know that um, there are all kinds of benefits from being married, um, mostly mostly because of the support factor that you get. Now, that is under the presumption that the marriage is a good one. Mm -hmm. And as I was reading the study, um, I believe one of the questions that they raised, because when you do a study, you always, you know, say that, there are certain things that weren't looked at, and I believe, and I think we're going to talk about this later. Is you know, what if the marriage is not a good one? But yes, if as long as the marriage is a good one, it's going to be a supportive one for somebody who's you know getting um, a really scary diagnosis.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the things that I thought was interesting as I was reading this. W- just trying to flip the way that we typically approach this stuff. And so Mm -hmm. we often talk about the benefits of marriage and Mm -hmm. there's, you know, we've probably done a hundred podcasts now on the benefits of marriage when it comes to your physical health. Uh, But we don't really get in too much about the harms of divorce. Mm -hmm. Um, So in this study, single ladies had a better prognosis than those who were divorced, separated or widowed. Um, Like for me demonstrating that, Wow, like divorce, that has a really powerful negative effect on your potential overall health. So Mm -hmm. why do you think that is? Well,
0: because those situations are all extremely stressful. And we know that stress has a negative impact on your health. Um, As a matter of fact, there's an actual scale that rates um different events in one's life and how stressful they are and divorce or becoming a widow or death of a spouse is the number one stress factor in somebody's life hmm. so um, you're you're going to have lots of different things as a result that are negative as a result aside from being single of being divorced or widowed that would, Um, have an impact on you that are negative and therefore on your health. Now, as far as being separated, though you are... Not divorced yet, you're in the process of. Mm-hmm. So you're going through lots of aggravation, frustration, negative feelings. And so there it is again. So I'm not at all surprised that single people would fare better than any one of those other categories.
1: Right. And I'm really glad that you mentioned the word stress because. Uh, All those things that we mentioned are extraordinarily stressful situations, and we know from a lot of other studies that people under stress heal slower uh, Mm -hmm. than people who aren't under stress, which is why uh, you constantly hear about people with good attitudes and expressing gratitude and all these other things uh, do better, have better outcomes traditionally than uh, people under severe stress, and uh, divorced, separated, widowed would all fall into that category. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, One of the interesting pieces to this study is that married women across all age groups saw a boost in their prognosis, but for singles, it was only for women over the age of 35. Do you have any thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I do. I think that there's probably a difference in the thinking of women who are single over 35 than those younger. I think that women before that age, and this is not, this is a general statement, but I think women before the age of 35 are still thinking in terms of, I have to find a husband. It's not okay being single um and so there's a different mindset now I'm not saying that women 35 are still not looking for a partner but I think that there may be a slightly different attitude and they may feel like if I find a partner I find a partner but I'm okay being me and I'm okay being single and so there's a different outlook on life. Um, And therefore, I believe that that would then have an impact on just how they view life Mm -hmm. Um, and not being as stressed about being single. Mm.
1: So, again, so it's almost like it comes back down to that stress factor a little bit
0: yes it does but i think it's also that a woman who is single at 35 has either chosen to do that to be single or has come to terms with it and is more self-reliant
1: mm-hmm. yeah i was just <laughs> i was just gonna say that there's i i think there's a couple more things that we can add to the 35 mm-hmm. um, which i think are about to come up so uh, okay, I'll, I'll move on to the next question, and then I think yes. we can d- get into that a little bit more. So one of the factors that the uh, researchers uh, mentioned in the study is financial as being mm-hmm. a potential factor. Um, and by the way, I just want to break out really quick and mention – Um, While the researchers do this study, if you've never read any of these studies before, one of the things that happens is they have their empirical data and the data shows what it does. So it shows that um, married women uh, have better prognosis. But then you have the sections of the study where the researchers try to explain uh, their theories for the outcome. And Mm -hmm. um, that's like I just wanted wanted to put it out there that that's kind of what we're doing here is we're just kind of weighing in the same way that the researchers did. Uh just looking at the data. We didn't go through the process they did, but we're looking at the data, knowing what the background information that we already know about the this segment of the population, and then mm-hmm. trying to extrapolate our theories as to uh why these results uh fell the way that they did. So I just wanted to throw that out there that we're, um, whenever we do these kind of podcasts where we talk about studies, that we're just trying to add an extra little paragraph into <laughs> to, uh, our analysis here. Um, Okay, so they so anyways, so the researchers mentioned in the study that uh, one of the factors they believe is contributing is financial, Mm -hmm. Um, and so married couples typically have a greater uh, have greater resources uh, or or, and or insurance than singles do. Yes, Um, and uh, and you could also say that that would apply to divorced or separated or widowed. Um, Yes. And I was also thinking that that might also be why uh, women over 35 have a better
0: outcome. Yes, I agree with you. Um, So, you know, relative to the last question, you know, pulling it uh, through into this question, I think – Probably and again we're we're speaking in generalities here, I think they're more established, so they're more independent in their mindset. I think they're probably more independent financially. I think that they built a better social network for themselves and all of that is going to factor in into being able to have a better health uh, situation and prognosis.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the, uh, the part of the podcast where I bring up how uh, women and men are Uh, marrying older in in general. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think the latest numbers have women at 27 years of age Mm -hmm. and men at 29. Um, Mm -hmm. So 35, it's it's older. And definitely when you're talking about the life stages that people go through, college graduate, perhaps um, an advanced degree of some sort, now you're starting to look at like mid to late 20s. Um, By the time you're 35, you're pretty... Pretty well into your career, and you know, probably mm-hmm. doing pretty well for yourself. Hopefully, yes. Um, yes. Assuming you're on that track, right? So, right. Um, and then the last question I have. Oh, Mike, <laughs> hold on, give me a second. My computer went to a screensaver. Uh,
0: so the last question has to do with the quality of the marriage.
1: Yes, thank you. Okay, I'm back. Uh, so what what's uh, not mentioned or included in this study is, uh, the quality of marriage. Do you think, uh, if we were to parse out, uh, good, healthy marriages versus those that are deteriorating that, uh, the healthy ones would show even better results than what we see? Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Because, um, If you are in a marriage that is not going well, that's stressful, um, and we cannot... Um, assume that the couple would be supportive of each other, or the the male, in this case, would be supportive of the female. Um, So, yes, I think it's absolutely fair to say that you would see a difference. Now, by the way, uh, continuing with your explanation of the way research is done, very often in a study at the end, uh, the researchers will say, um, we didn't look at this factor or this piece in the study and it is suggested that further study be done on, you know, um, this specific kind of um, situation. For instance, if the marriage was good or bad. The only other piece I want to add is that What I have seen through the years, um, and I certainly wouldn't wish ill health on anybody, but sometimes um, when there is a really horrific, stressful situation, it actually brings couples together. They sort of put their differences aside and band together to get through the difficulty. Uh, So, I don't want to say 100% that a couple that's having difficulty um, will show no helpfulness through a situation like that, because you could have this exception where uh, they, they come together, but I think, by and large, we would say that couples who have a good marriage are going to do better in the support area for one another or for the woman in this case than couples who have a marriage that is suffering in their happiness with one another.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, to your point about that uh, shared trauma that you mentioned uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, th- there 's been some studies on that with like um, with military for example that the whole band of brothers type situation mm. where they form these like really strong, powerful bonds mm-hmm. uh, during times of extreme strain um, so it like kicks in this fight or flight and uh, those bonds become like uh, exponentially stronger than those that happen during regular activities done together. So, mm. to your yeah. point. Um, the yeah. other the other thing that I wanted to mention, kind of the flip side of what you were just talking about, is uh, we have also seen other studies that have come out that talk about health and how People who are in a bad marriage uh, actually show up on a variety of different scales and studies of having done were doing worse than those who are divorced.
0: So you just read my mind. (laughs) You literally just read my mind because I was waiting for you to say, "Have you got anything else to add, Karen?" Uh Um, What we also know is that when there there is a bilateral relationship between stress and health and what i mean by that is stress a bidirectional bidirectional that stress can have an effect on health and health can have an effect on stress so if you get a horrific diagnosis it can add stress, and therefore, something like this can actually make a challenged marriage even more difficult. Mm-hmm. So it can it cannot bring them together, but actually um, make things worse for the couple. Got
1: it? Yeah, yeah. And, and I was just just adding to that um, the the point about those who are in bad marriages. Um, it compound it's almost like one of those things where um under these kind of stressful situations, you hear this said about like social media or people winning the lottery, it becomes a revealer of what's really there. Mm. And I feel like a diagnosis like this uh would be a revealer of where your relationship really is. So if mm. it's good, you bond together. If it's bad, it's gonna blow it up and mm-hmm. make it really bad. Um yeah. And you know we've talked about that with kids too, and parenting. Uh, like you know, it's it's a bad idea to try to save your relationship by having a child. Um, Absolutely. And yes. And because it reveals the cracks that are already there in the foundation. Yes. Um, yes. So, um, well, with with you, uh, kind of me me stealing a little bit of your thunder for the anything <laughs> to add. Did did was there anything else that you wanted to add or did, no. is that it? Okay. No. <laughs> Okay, no, this is great um I'm glad that we are so on the same page on this uh it, you know, I like going back and forth and doing the banter and uh playing devil's advocate, but um sometimes it's 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 refreshing to to read your mind a little bit. So that's nice.
0: (laughs) Well, we've been together a long time, Steve, you know, so that's what happens.
1: I know it's great. I love it. Um, okay. So with that, we will wrap it up. Um, so thank you listeners so much for your time. Um, thank you for tuning in and, and showing interest. Um, as I do every week, um, I would appreciate it if you guys, if you like what you hear, if you would leave a review on your whatever player of choice, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, however you hear us Um, that would help us uh, get discovered by other people looking for solid marriage information so we appreciate that and of course uh, I would love if you checked out uh, Karen's stuff you can find her at drkarensherman.com uh, and she, again, is the author of Mindfulness in the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, Make It Last, and Make It Last. Uh, this information is on our website, hitchedmag.com. And until next time, that's going to do it. Take care, everybody.